Welcome back to Marriage Monday. This is our podcast where we grow our marriages one Monday at a time. My name is Dave Berenger, and I just want to thank you for being here. Today, we're talking about making decisions without resentment. And that's not always easy in a marriage because when it comes to decisions, we can talk about a lot of things. We can talk about small things. We can talk about large things. We can talk about painting rooms, buying TVs, or um, what are we going to eat for dinner that you know this evening. So we've got numbers of levels of decisions that are taking place. And so what we want to do is we want to help people make decisions with, with little to no resentment there. And so I want to give you a bit of a process because we can have numbers of scenarios that are set up. And what I want to do is help you to learn how to make decisions while maintaining the integrity uh, and the growth of your marriage and a relationship. And so let's talk about that. So if we're going to break it down, I'm going to give you kind of three things to kind of think about, ponder about, and to use as the process for decision making in your relationship. And again, I remind you, check us out on Spotify, Instagram, TikTok. Um, you can check us out on Apple uh, Podcasts. We've run all sorts of platforms. Thanks for joining with us. So number one, look at this. Agree on what really matters. If we are making decisions, then talk about and agree on what really matters. It's good to sit together and actually talk about a decision and then to look at it from the other person's perspective by hearing your spouse talk about why this really matters to him or why it really matters to her. Let's use some prime examples here. Um, It doesn't matter to me to paint a room. I can pick a color and go paint a room and it's just not a big deal. I enjoy painting. Uh, my wife does not, um, but I can go paint a room and surprise her, and she's going to be pretty pretty frustrated with me. Why? Because she didn't have any say-so on the color. She's got an idea of what she wants the house to look like. She's got an idea of what color schemes that she wants. She's got a whole philosophy and thing about that. And so for me to make a decision without that, there's going to be a lot of resentment there because I didn't weigh in on what she wanted, nor did she, is she going to feel like she was a part of it because I did something that she was passionate about without her knowledge. Now we can, you know, go on the flip side, talk about televisions. Goodness gracious, if she went out and just bought a TV and just stuck it in the living room, I think that I would have a bit of a fit uh, because I am looking for something specific. I want certain technology. I want certain levels of of resolution to that television. I've got a lot of opinions on that, though I would appreciate the sentiment. I really would be pretty frustrated because she's picking out something that really matters to me. And so before we look at situations and we look at our spouse then and say, listen, what you think doesn't really matter, this is what I want. What we are doing is we're actually diminishing who our spouse is and we are putting ourselves in a position where we are elevating ourselves above our spouse. So when you agree on what really matters, sit and talk about decisions. I'm talking about medium to large decisions and begin to talk about those things and and tell your spouse why something truly matters to you. Tell them, this is why this matters to me. And, And let your spouse tell you why what they want matters to them. And what we're doing here is not only are we hearing from our spouse, but we're actually leaning into them and we're learning more about them. And we're beginning to understand the things that truly matter to him or her. 
we're beginning to understand what little nuances and things really kind of are kind of in their souls in their spirit and we can now know that when we come up to other decisions that this is something that I don't want to decide by myself because I've learned what matters to my spouse so therefore I can now make decisions without resentment because I know what matters I know what to talk to my spouse about I know what to lean in uh, to them about and it really creates a good continuity between you both. So you need to agree on what really matters. And the only way to agree on what really matters is to talk about what matters to you and what matters to me. So that's a great place to be at. That's a great place to start. That takes me toward number two, divide the tasks to do the work. Divide the tasks and do the work. When you understand what really matters, now you can begin to decide what tasks are the, each person uh, going to do in the middle of that. Now, don't be the type of person that if you say, hey, let's divide the task and let's meet again in a week. Don't be that person that starts looking everything up 24 hours or two hours before. Be the type of person that does the work. Here's a great example. Um, the window wall or the sliding glass door, we call it the door wall. There's apparently a number of different term terms for this, but the sliding glass door in the back of our house, uh, the seal broke, and so the whole window was cloudy. We needed to get it replaced. And so we talked about what really matters. What did we want in that type of, that, that type of door? Because if we're going to change that, this is the time to change it. And so we began to talk about what really matters, and then we started dividing the tasks. And instead of assigning it toward one another, we begin to say, hey, how about I do this? How about I go on Facebook and to uh, Marketplace to see who's if there's doors being sold? How about I go onto our um, HOA's Facebook group and put out there to see who are the handymen, who are the installers? How about I go to these websites? How about I go to this place? And so we started dividing the tasks and then basically setting up an opportunity for us to come together and to take all of our research and all of our tasks and put it together and begin to see what do we have in this moment. And so that was a great place to not just hear what matters, but begin to work together so that the two are actually becoming one. And that takes me toward number three. When you've brought that all together and you're ready to make the decision, this is where you need to trust yourself and trust your partner. That's such a key thing. Because when it boils down to it, the both of you need to make a decision. And when you make that decision, you need to trust yourself and to trust your partner. So oftentimes, depending upon who's more passionate about the issue, um, we will let that person make the final say. Like number one, we talked about agree on what really matters. So when something like the paint color really matters to Anne more than it does me. So when she decides something and I just have to trust her and she has to trust herself and she, she picks the color, I paint it, no big deal. And this has happened in the past almost 25 years of marriage, 25 years and two months here. What has happened is after a few weeks, she, I can tell the look in her face, she doesn't like the color. She just doesn't like the color. And so what I don't do, I don't come back to her and lord that over her saying, listen, you made this decision. This is your fault. No, 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 no. We made this decision. We talked about this. We researched it. We did the work and we trusted each other. And if you don't like the paint color, if you don't like it, then you know what? I can change that. That's not a big deal. When we have our, when we kind of give power to our partner, uh, we can either do one of two things. We can either empower our partner and be together in that with them, or we can utilize that moment to actually attack our spouse. Oftentimes, I see people defer the 
the decision making in order to a enjoy the benefits of the of the decision as well as have someone to blame if the decision doesn't go well and so i see people deferring to either empower their spouse or to set their spouse up for disaster don't be that spouse trust yourself if your spouse says you make the decision trust yourself and be together on that if you trusted your spouse trust them and and be one on that decision and that leads me toward the quick bonus tip because we've given you three great things. Agree on what matters, divide the tasks and do the work, trusting yourself and trusting your partner. And the bonus tip is this, learning from the process. This is called sitting down, talking to each other, and just having that conversation after all is said and done that says, how could we have done that better? What could we have done better to agree on what really matters? How did we miss out or how did we, what did we do right in that? What about dividing the task? Maybe what could we have done a little bit differently? How could we trust each other a little bit more? There's just something about sitting back and reflecting, looking and identifying how we could have done things just a tad better in order for us to learn and to grow from the decision making. So that's what we've got. We've given you basically three, kind of a fourth way to go through your decisions, to do it without having resentment lingering in the background. Let's do it again. Agree on what matters, divide the tasks and do the work, trust your partner, and learn from the process. And as you do that, you're gonna grow as a greater, uh, more unified marriage, and you're gonna be a healthier marriage in the long run. That's all I've got. Love y'all. Have a happy Marriage Monday. We'll see you next week.